Is the Carolina Panthers wide receiver court good enough to support Bryce Young during his rookie season in 2023? I'll tell you right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as yes, we're still in off-season mode, but do not worry. We'll be back to your team every day. Our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network come July 17th. But in the meantime, be sure to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where also putting a little pause on a weekly Friday mailbag. We'll be back on July 21st. So the 17th, we're back nine days ahead of the start of training camp down at Wofford for daily episodes. And then on that Friday 21st, We'll be back with the weekly Friday mailbag here on the show. But you can still at me or DM me on Twitter at Julian Council if you want to. You want to ask me a question, I can answer it. I got free time. I'll be around. Maybe. Sometimes I won't. But either way, you can do that. So either at me or DM me over on Twitter at Julian Council. Again, follow me first. We're continuing our roster evaluations heading into 2023 season. So far, we talked about quarterbacks and Bryce Young, his expectations, what the future holds for Matt Corral, what's Andy Dalton's role going to be here in Carolina. Also looked at running backs, a position group that, um, I mean, really, have we talked all that much about them aside from that episode a week ago? No, not really, but Miles Sanders looked like he's going to be the bell cow. What's Chuba Hubbard's role, and is Raheem Blackshear a guy who could make a really big impact this upcoming season that we're not really talking about. And then on Monday, we talk about the tight ends. Hayden Hurst is here. But new system, new scheme, new coaches. And, oh, my God, the tight end actually exists in Carolina and in Frank Reich's offense. So what does that mean for Ian Thompson and Tommy Trimble? Can they make big leaps? Mainly Tommy Trimble. And you know, who knows, Ian Thomas, he showed us some flashes there before. But now we're going to talk about the wide receivers and really the pass catchers that we're primarily focused on heading into the year. Because, well, I mean, that's what they do. That's their job. Uh, yes, of course, help out in the run game. Maybe even run the football themselves. But really, they're there to catch the football. And especially this year to support the rookie quarterback, the number one overall pick in the 2023 draft. Bryce Young and huge questions about this wide receiver core heading into 2023. We'll talk about that, whether they're good enough to help and support Bryce Young coming up this season. So we'll get into that momentarily, but let's look at the biggest name and really the biggest story about that guy. And it's Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen of the Carolina Panthers signed to a three-year, $25 million deal with $14 million guaranteed, $10 million coming guaranteed in the first year in 2023. He takes over as wide receiver one for the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers were used to having DJ Moore, a young up-and-coming wide receiver in the NFL who, honestly, really underrated and a solid player. Now, is he elite? No, but he's a really good player who the Carolina Panthers decided to part ways with when they trade up to number one with Chicago, the Bears, who were desperate to find a wide receiver one who they could pair with their young quarterback in Justin Fields, who they need to find out whether he's good good enough and should get a deal possibly next offseason. They now bring in DJ Moore. The Carolina Panthers had a gaping hole there with experience, 
and talent within the wide receiver room. Adam Thielen certainly gives you experience and certainly has had a ton of talent throughout his NFL career as he enters into his age 33 seasons here in 2023 in Carolina. Just last year in Minnesota, he had 70 receptions for 716 yards and six touchdowns, which really good because the Carolina Panthers weren't getting that from anyone else on the roster, aside from DJ Moore, who last year had 63 receptions for 888 yards and a career-high seven touchdowns. So more, less receptions, more yardage, more touchdowns, and we understand the quarterback situation wasn't great the last couple of years, especially the last year, the worst it's been for DJ Moore here in Carolina. The quarterback situation much better in Minnesota. I know Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins actually a solid, reputable Starting quarterback in the NFL. Do you want to depend on him in primetime or where it matters most? No, those are lazy tropes, but also, come on, you got to win those games. Not really, but he was good with Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen was good with Kirk Cousins, 70 receptions for 716 yards last season, six touchdowns, and playing with one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and Justin Jefferson, former teammate of Terrace Marshall Jr., there in Baton Rouge at LSU. My real question with Adam Thielen is does he have enough left in the tank? to be more than just that veteran leader and that mentor for Bryce Young and this receiving core. they had to bring somebody in who can help out the likes of Shai Smith and Terrace Marshall and I mean LaVishka Chenault and that they needed someone who could be an adult in that room. And that's not to say that those guys aren't mature and they're not adults. You under, I feel like you should understand what I'm saying when it's like, okay, Adam Thielen has been through the wars. He's been in the playoffs. He's a grown man. These guys have not been through that many wars. They've not been in the playoffs and well they're not grown men in terms of the age in the NFL and have the experience of been all pros and been pro bowlers and produce at the level of Adam Thielen has so the Panthers needed someone who's had that production in the past and can hopefully bring that to him now now the Panthers get what they got out of last out of if they get what Adam Thielen provided Minnesota last season the 70 receptions 716 yards and six touchdowns you gotta feel really good about that about age 33 you can get that out of Adam Thielen my only question really is what are you going to get out of him in 34? At his 30 in 2024 when he's 34 years old, and in 2025 he's still on the roster when he's 35. Now all that's kind of immaterial right now. What you're mainly focused on is what you can get out of him during the rookie year of Bryce Young, while Bryce is trying to develop and also lead this offense to hopefully a division title and maybe in the playoffs this upcoming season in Carolina. So it's good to have Adam Thielen because you know in the slot, great route runner, good hands. Still can make a few guys miss, can make some plays. You feel good about what he provides. It's just how much is he going to provide? And is he going to be able to stay healthy? Because when you get up in age, as we know, you battle with injuries, and they typically don't go away. And, and really, look at Adam Thielen in the last couple of seasons. Last 1,000-yard receiving season was in 2018, which is also the last time that he was a pro bowler. So the last couple of years, he's been a solid but not spectacular player, which has been good enough for the Minnesota Vikings. Adam Thielen's last three seasons compared to DJ Moore's last three seasons. Yes, a old guy who's aging compared to a guy who should be entering his prime. Adam Thielen, 211 receptions, 2,368 yards, 30 touchdowns in 45 games. DJ Moore, last three seasons, 222 receptions, which is more than Thielen by 11, 3,238 yards, and 15 touchdowns in 49 games. Now, the touchdowns, that absolutely has to do with quarterback play. Here in Carolina, the quarterback play was dreadful. They were terrible in the red zone. And for whatever reason, as much as many yards as DJ Moore was able to pile up, 
never really had the game breaking like hey make a guy miss and then hey I'm going to take it like 80 yards and just be able to make all these things happen like you see some of the top guys in the NFL do and it's also the quarterback spot not putting him in a position to necessarily make it happen so we look at that as far as DJ Moore like not having that many touchdowns the last couple of seasons and really throw his career based off a of quarterback play but overall receptions pretty much the same receiving yards more you would expect that out of dj Moore. touchdowns more for adam thielen so a little give and take there when you look at the whole situation of how they perform in the last couple of years you're looking at your new wide receiver one and your old wide receiver one in dj Moore. so i do feel like adam thielen this season in carolina can still be a productive player out of necessity and also out of ability i believe adam thielen can give the panthers something but there's also a reason why Minnesota move off of Adam Thielen, aging player, looking at just the future. And it's not just Adam Thielen they got rid of. You've seen that they got rid of Dalvin Cook. And I don't know how much longer Kirk Cousins is likely to be there in Minnesota. Yes, Jeff- Justin Jefferson, best receiver in the NFL, one of the best in the NFL. So having him there, they're not overly concerned about losing Kirk Cousins because really not Kirk Cousins, losing Adam Thielen because really what they're trying to do is get him the ball anyway. So I don't know. They got rid of him for a reason. He's an older player. But it's a great opportunity for him and his family, especially being able to be in Carolina where he trusts Frank Reich, he trusts the system, and thinks that this is a team that is close to being a playoff contender. Now, Super Bowl contender, I don't know about that, but being a playoff contender, certainly, especially when you look at the landscape of the division, not being all that great and still being wide open, and the Panthers probably in the best situation long term with their quarterback, fingers crossed, that Bryce Young is, in fact, the guy. So Adam Thielen takes over his wide receiver one here in Carolina in 2023 at age 33. And I do think the Panthers can get enough production out of him this year. Just the question is, what do they get out of him the next season and the year after that, if he's still on the roster, but not really a question that we all need to be overly concerned about today, as I believe the Carolina Panthers will probably do plenty to help continue to build this wide receiver core over the next couple of off seasons. Now that leads me to this question. Thielen's in here replacing DJ. Now, is it a like for like swap? No, of course not. But he's taking over as a wide receiver one. He's a veteran in this locker room and in that position group room. But are the rest of the guys good enough? And as a whole, is the wide receiver core good enough to help Bryce Young during his rookie season? That is the biggest question I'm asking myself and I've been asking all offseason long. And we'll dive into it one more time here coming up on Locked on Panthers. But in the meantime, y'all, FanDuel Sportsbook, it is our sports betting partner here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you didn't know, baseball season is in full swing. No NBA. Now, we do have Summer League coming up. And the very first Summer League game that I saw, very important to y'all, because I'm sure you're also Hornets fans, the Hornets versus the Spurs. Women Yama versus Brandon Miller. So that should be exciting. So, of course, that's coming up. But right now, we're focused on baseball. It's baseball season. It's pastime. It's summer. Go out there have a dog, watch a team, bet on it. Why not? Because it's in full swing and there's a better place to get in on all the action and FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers, that could be you, get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash lockdown to join today. So don't miss your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash lockdown to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash lockdown to sign up. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. 
So the Carolina Panthers traded away D.J. Moore along with their first-round pick this year. They did a pick swap, gave up a second-round pick that they got from San Francisco in the McCaffrey trade, gave a second-round pick in 2025 and their first-round pick next year so that they could trade up to number one overall to get Bryce Young as their franchise quarterback. When they traded up, of course, we know they got rid of the only receiver that has been relied upon and been reliable the last couple seasons here in Carolina, a guy in D.J. Moore who had to deal with just abysmal quarterback play from the likes of Sam Darnold, from Baker Mayfield, P.J. Walker, okay, whatever, the expectations weren't high, but from P.J., just was not good, but for whatever reason, even Teddy Bridgewater, he found a way pretty much every year to get 1,000 yards receiving and to continue to produce. So you knew that D.J. Moore was a good player, and you always asked yourself, what could D.J. Moore look like with an actual quarterback? Unfortunately, we will never get to find out that answer here in Carolina because he's no longer a Carolina Panther. He's now up in Chicago. Best of luck. We'll see you on Thursday Night Football come November. So the Carolina Panthers then were in a situation where they got to rebuild their entire wide receiver court. As we mentioned earlier on the show, went out there, signed Adam Thielen to a three-year deal. Latter stage of his career, but last year, good production. You'll take it, especially considering what you got from everyone else that was not named DJ Moore here in Carolina last season and really the last couple of seasons, especially when Christian McCaffrey was injured and Robbie, now known as Chosen Anderson, just, I don't know really what happened after that 2020 season, got the bag and just did not perform up to the levels that a lot of people expected and hoped out of him in 21 and briefly in 2022 when he was on the roster. The Carolina Panthers have gone out and they've absolutely rebuilt this position group room. In is, in is Adam Thielen, in is DJ Chark, in is Demir Bird, and they also bring back Shai Smith, Terrace Marshall Jr., and Lewis Chenault, oh yeah, and they did draft a wide receiver in the second round in Jonathan Mingo, 39th overall out of Ole Miss. My big question with this group, listening off those names and the guys who are going to be competing to be on the roster and will be on the roster, are they good enough heading into 2023 to help out Bryce Young, a rookie quarterback, in this offense? Are they good enough? I don't know. And I have a hard time saying yes. Now, here's a few numbers when just looking at all of what we have here coming in Carolina and its wide receiver core in 2023. Last year, in 2022, DJ Moore, wide receiver one, had 63 receptions on 118 targets for 888 yards and a career-high seven touchdowns. Everyone else had 90 receptions on 147 targets for 1,237 yards and five touchdowns. Not great production from the four other receivers here in Carolina. Now, if you take out Robbie, now known as Chosen Anderson, and you look at the returning production from the wide receiver core, that's Shai Smith, Terrace Marshall Jr., and Levis Gishenault, they had 77 receptions on 120 targets for 1,031 yards and four touchdowns a year ago. That is not great. Plenty of guys in the league do better than that by themselves. So that's not great. Not, not plenty, but there's a, a decent number when you look at the, at the passing game and where it's gone in the NFL nowadays that have done that well enough by themselves. And you compare that to what Adam Thielen did last year. Shai Smith, Terrace Marshall Jr., Levisha Chenault combined at 77 receptions. By himself, Adam Thielen had 70 combined. Those guys had over 1,000 yards receiving. By himself, Adam Thielen had 716 yards receiving. By themselves, those guys had four receiving touchdowns. By himself, Adam Thielen had six receiving touchdowns. So DJ Moore, his numbers were better than those guys. And even Adam Thielen, last year in Minnesota, you really look at in totality, 
he was better by himself than those guys were combined. Now, Shai Smith, LaVisca Chenault, wasn't like they had huge roles. Terrace Marshall Jr.'s role did expand towards the end of the latter part of that season. And you look at it with Terrace Marshall. And the question with him, too, is, is he primed for a breakout here in 2023, you bring in a veteran in Thielen to play the slot. You got another outside receiver in DJ Chark, who should be their big play, deep ball threat. Don't know what the expectations are for Jonathan Mingo from the coaching staff. Reasonably, I would not expect a ton out of him, but he's someone who's certainly here to push Terrace Marshall, who two years prior was also drafted in the second round of the NFL draft. Now, looking at Terrace Marshall, who could be primed for a breakout, we talked about this before throughout the offseason with Matt Rule. 21 receptions on 34 targets for 168 yards, goose egg touchdowns, 15 games played. He was inactive five times and did, did not play twice. So five times didn't get a jersey, two other times got a jersey and did not lead the sideline. Post-mat rule, 24 receptions on 43 targets for 460 yards, one touchdown, 19.2 yards per catch in those final 12 games of the 2022 season with Steve Wilkes is the interim head coach. So we saw if Matt Rule oftentimes didn't play. When he did play, didn't give you anything. And also had some injuries. Now, post-Matt Rule, where he wasn't injured and got opportunities, he went out there and showed you some good stuff in those final 12 games. And that's the hope. So really, when you look at the returning production, you got some good stuff out of Terrace Marshall. The other two didn't really give you too much a year ago. So the hope is going into this year with Thielen, and now with Terrace Marshall as well, that Terrace can build off of what he did a year ago. But you have to do question, hey, this coaching staff really liked Jonathan Mingo. Frank Reich's already said positive things about him coming out of OTAs and mandatory minicamp. Could Jonathan Mingo be taking over Terrace Marshall's role there on the outside? We will see. How does DJ Chark perform on the other side for the Panthers? You look at DJ Chark. Last year in Detroit, 30 receptions on 52 targets, 502 yards, 16.7 yards per catch. Three touchdowns and 11 games played. Had some issues with his ankle, which has been a revolving theme, the recurring theme of the last couple of seasons. Now, you look at the last couple of seasons for DJ Chark. His best year, he's been a pro bowler. That was also the year he's most healthy. 73 receptions, 1,008 yards back in 2019, had eight touchdowns. Every other year outside of that, 140 receptions, 104 receptions, excuse me, for 1,536 yards and 10 touchdowns. So we talked about anomalies before on previous shows when looking at guys and their stats. The anomaly and the outlier year for DJ Chark was that Pro Bowl year in 2019 where 73 receptions, 1,008 yards, eight touchdowns. Now you cannot take it away from him. And I'm certainly not trying to do that. We have seen what he can be when healthy. We've also seen what he has been outside of that when he was a rookie and also in previous years where he's been banged up, and he's heading into this year where he still has injury concerns. Now he had two sub-200-yard he had two sub 200 yard receiving seasons in his career, his rookie year in 2018, and then in 2021 when he only played four games because he broke his ankle. He's been dealing with ankle issues since then, his last year in Jacksonville, where he had ankle issue last year in Jackson, in, um, Detroit, rather. He also had surgery this past offseason trying to deal with an ankle foot issue. So the kind of thing is you're wondering can he really be relied upon? Now, the Panthers are looking at him as being that big play outside deep ball threat, which the Panthers sorely have missed and absolutely need. And we're hoping that Robbie Anderson would be what he really wasn't aside from, you know, those two week one games against Cleveland last year and against New York to Jets the year before. So can DJ Chark fulfill that role? But can he be healthy? Hasn't really been healthy. And you already have somewhat injury concerns about a guy in Adam Thielen who's getting up in age and whether he can be healthy. If your top two receivers have injury concerns and their age concerns, mainly with Thielen, 
that could derail the opportunity for a young rookie quarterback in Bryce Young to have success heading into 2023. Look at the rest of the receiving core, especially just like, hey, are they good enough? Demir Bird, last year in Atlanta, had 13 receptions for 268 yards, two touchdowns. Of course, we're all familiar with that one touchdown he had in that Week 7 loss there in Atlanta. His best year of his career was in New England in 2020, where he had 640 yards receiving, and he's since Starting off his career in Carolina, he's bounced around from Arizona to New England, to Chicago, to Atlanta, now back here to Carolina. So we have seen Terrace Marshall show flashes. We have seen, when healthy, DJ Chark be a pro bowler. We have seen Adam Thielen be one of the best receivers in the NFL, even though it's been about four or five years since then. We've seen these guys produce. Can they do that all collectively and stay healthy here in 2023? I'm sure there's going to be some guy who gets banged up. It's going to happen. It's football. Are they good enough? That is the question. And I would say, not really, but they are. <laughs> Which, let me back up, because that, that doesn't make any sense. I thought about it in my head before recording this podcast. How is going to actually say that? Are they good enough based off of what's actually on the roster? No. But when you look at what they lost and what was on the roster... They are as reasonably as good as you what you could have. They're as good as what you could have reasonably expected. So no, are they good enough? Mm, maybe, maybe not. But it's as good as you could have possibly expected to get out of this offseason when you looked at the market of free agents. You looked at the draft, and when you looked at what you had returning, didn't have a ton of returning once you traded DJ Moore. The market wasn't all that great, and the draft wasn't also that great when looking at wide receivers. So this is as good as you could have hoped for the Carolina Panthers to go out and do. If you also look at the end of last season, when you had DJ Moore and Terrace Marshall, who really showed some flashes, there were more options. Adam Thielen's here now, stepping into number one wide receiver role. You got DJ, you got, excuse me, you have um, DJ Chark, yes, here now, stepping into that number two wide receiver role as a big play threat. You have Terrace Marshall, hopefully taking that next step forward. And you would think that they're going to do more with a guy like LaVishka Chenault than what we saw last season. And we'll see if Shai Smith even makes the roster. But they like Jonathan Mingo. And Demir Bird, he's here for a reason. He's probably more of a special teams guy, but he's someone who could also contribute. So when looking at what they had at the end of last season, what they have now, what they had lost, much better situation than what they had. And as good as you could have reasonably expected, the Carolina Panthers to build this wide receiver core. They have more options and having more options is certainly better than having one guy that you really depended on. And a bunch of other guys who just did not show you nearly enough, but they did have one there in Terrace Marshall jr. who showed some flashes later on in the season. So that's where we're at with the Carolina Panthers wide receiver group. There's options and Bryce Young has options. He has a tight end option in Hayden Hurst and maybe Tommy Trimble or Ian Thomas. He has a receiving option out of the backfield in Miles Sanders and maybe even Raheem Blackshear. And now at wide receiver, he has a guy who could be coming to his own in Terrace Marshall, a player who's been a pro bowler in the past in DJ Chark, and a guy who's been, at a time, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL in Adam Thielen. He has all that at to his disposal here coming or at his disposal, whatever, at his disposal here coming into the 2023 season. So are they outstanding? No. Are they still one of the probably, let's be honest, one of the worst passing group, uh, catching groups in the NFL? Yes but a much better situation with the Carolina Panthers had last year and how they started off the offseason, particularly when they were heading into free agency. So we'll see. 
I do think that they can be potentially one of the most improved groups. As I mentioned before on the podcast, and talked about the offensive line last year. It looked like on paper they were better. This group certainly does not look as good on paper as the offensive line did look, look last year heading into the year. But there's more options, and you would expect with a better quarterback, which I think Young will be, and with a better scheme, that there will be better production, and they could be one of the most improved groups on this roster heading into the 2023 season. So that is the hope here in Carolina, that they'll be good enough to help out Bryce Young. But that all remains to be seen. All right, let's look at the rest of the group. We talked plenty about Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, Terrace Marshall, Chenault, what they may bring. Some of some of the roles that we're looking at here at these wide receivers coming into the 2023 season. All that more here on Locked On Panthers. I'm so sure that people are so confused because I was just tripping over myself there at the end of that segment. Again, Bryce Young, think he's going to help this team really be better offensively. Having a quarterback who can stabilize it is very important. The Panthers, looking at the wide receiver core, they have done everything they could based off of the market, based off of the draft, and based off of what they return. They've done everything they can to get this wide receiver core to be as productive as possible heading into this season. So I don't think that they could have done really any more than what they did this offseason. And I look at the options that they had towards the end of last year, where it was Terrace as number two, DJ as number one, and now looking at Terrace coming back, got Adam Thielen here, DJ Chark, and then also when you look at a tight end and running back position, they have more options. And I do think they're in a better position now than they were at the end of last season, or especially in a much better position now than they were when they traded away DJ Moore on March 10th earlier this year, heading into free agency. But I still do not think that this is one of the better wide receiver cores in the NFL. And I still think this is one that is going to need to bring in some other talent moving forward. They really want to maximize the talents of Bryce Young and put him in a position to succeed. But it is much as they could this offseason. So I do applaud them for that. While also recognizing that this position group probably is going to leave a lot to be desired at times this season, while potentially being vastly improved just based off of the fact that this has not been a good wide receiver group the last couple of seasons, and it cannot get worse than what they've had over the last couple of years. But quarterback play, scheme, all that can help aid the wide receiver core to be better this upcoming season in Carolina. So I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that makes a lot more sense than what I was saying at the end, if you're still listening. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Looking at the wide receiver group as a whole, just at like roles, Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, like those two guys are obviously on the roster. They're brought in as free agents to be the top two receivers on this team. And I've always been an Adam Thielen fan. Happy to have him here in Carolina. I think he can give the Panthers something this year. I just don't know what he's going to give them in the future, but not really all that concerning when all we're really focused on is the 2023 season. Adam Thielen comes in as a veteran, your wide receiver one, and someone I think can give you about 700 yards receiving like he had last season. DJ Chark has the potential, if that ankle cooperates, to have a 1,000-yard receiving season. That's how good he's been when he's been healthy. So hopefully you can do that. But those are your top two receiving options. After that, the second tier I would have is Terrace Marshall Jr. And then Jonathan Mingo. I don't know what the role is going to be for Mingo here this upcoming season. Frank Reich did not want to mention names when asked about it, but he slipped and he mentioned Raheem Blackshear. And Jonathan Mingo is guys who really surprised him and performed well throughout OTAs and mandatory minicamp. So Mingo who's someone they just drafted in the second round, someone that the wide receiver coach, Sean Jefferson, who's a really good wide receiver coach, really liked and just crushed it with his meeting here in Carolina with his top 30 visit. That is someone who possibly gets on the field 
and pushes Terrace Marshall for that number three role. And Terrace is someone who, hey, it's a new coaching staff. It's the same general manager that had that you had who drafted you, but he drafted someone at your position who could potentially replace you. Now, let's also recognize that Thielen's here for 2024 as well. Shark's not under contract. Terrace Marshall's under contract. So Mingo could be coming in to be that guy who opposite of Terrace Marshall at outside wide receiver. And really, the Panthers need to bring in someone who would be here, hopefully for the long haul, with Bryce Young. They need to get another young receiver to come in to be there with Bryce Young as he grows and develops. And that's what Jonathan Mingo's here. So Thielen, Shark, Marshall, Mingo, feel like those guys have kind of defined, well, not defined roles, but I mean, Thielen, Shark, Marshall, I feel like they have a defined role, even though maybe, okay, Thielen and Shark have defined roles. Marshall, I feel like I know what his role will be. Mingo, not quite sure. But I think I see what the future and the hope is for him moving forward down the line. Now, these next three, I don't really know what we're going to get out of them heading into 2023. LaVisha Chanel was not allowed to go across the line of scrimmage. It was lava. Did not allow him to do that. But when he got the ball a couple times, based off of terrible defense against the Falcons and Saints, and also, hey, give him credit, guy made the guys made a miss, he was able to go out there, break it loose, score a touchdown. So he has the ability to do that. Will we see more of that ability this upcoming season? I would think they would try, but there's also other guys in front of him and more options, so we'll see how he fits in. Shai Smith feels like the outside guy looking in with Demir Bird now here, and they brought in Demir Bird for a reason. I think special teams-wise they want Demir Bird there. He's also more of a veteran. South Carolina Gamecocks, so Gamecock on Gamecock crime. If Bird makes a roster over Smith, so we'll see. Shai has an opportunity. Pass with uh, with the punt return game. Didn't do a great job last year. Demir Bird now here in Carolina. Then the rest of the room looks like Gary Jennings, former West Virginia receiver, played in the XFL. C.J. Saunders, who was a rule favorite. A guy you talked about special teams. Why could maybe be a Brandon Zilstra, a punt returner. Haven't really seen that, but he's going to make the roster. It's going to be special teams. Marquez Stevenson, interesting player, who was drafted by the Bills, coming out of Houston. Also a return guy, and that would be the way he would make the roster. Josh Van, who had a good year last year down in South Carolina. And then Derek Wright coming back here on the roster. That is the remaining group of wide receivers. And those look like practice squad guys or guys who will not make the roster. But I look at Saunders and Stevenson as guys who have an opportunity to make the roster as punt returners who could would be probably cut and back on the practice squad, then could be elevated every once in a while. Only two times, but that's what the Carolina Panthers wanted to do. So that's how it looks with the wide receiver group heading into the 2023 season. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours, Julie. Julian Council, again, y'all, make sure to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where typically on Fridays, but not until July 21st, Answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions. You can still at me or DM me if you just want to have a conversation about the Panthers over the next couple of weeks, but I won't get to your questions again until the 21st of July. But in the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding. And I will talk to y'all on Friday where we'll continue our evaluations. This time, we will be talking about the offensive line, the best position group here in Carolina. So all that coming up on Friday here on Locked on Panthers.